Hey everybody, Ben Trengrove here. Welcome back to another episode of the Human Source Codex. In today's episode, Kelly and I discuss uh, the content around the mind-body connection. So we can call it the you know psychosomatic connection between mind and body. Now this is quite um, can get quite abstract, but for sure there is a, a connection between how our thoughts and our emotions impact our physiology from as little as, you know, tension and discomfort in the body all the way through to uh, extreme illness and disease. So we'll cue the theme song and we'll get into it. So the big question is this, how do truth-seeking entrepreneurs like us sift through the gurus and teachers that persuade us through hype by promoting half-truths? How do we as inspired individuals raise our awareness so we can access ever greater levels of achievement and fulfillment? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ben Trengrove and welcome to the Human Source Codex with co-host Kelly Stewart. Um, those listening, depending where your, your consciousness or your awareness is, that there actually is a mind-body connection. So rather than kind of going all the way back to scratch, because this could become, again, this is, is almost one of our weekends within our Inception Masterclass series. So I'm not going to go all the way back to scratch, but based on the premise that there is a mind-body connection, um, how about we start, Kelly, with just fleshing that out a little bit about how our thoughts and our perceptions actually do affect our health and our physiology and our energy. Is there a way, a place that we can start with that? How that works? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like our, um, our body gives us messages that um, when we're open and we're aware of the messaging that the body is actually giving to us, then we can actually interpret or conceptualize or have understanding of, of what is actually going on inside our body um, at any given moment. But, you know, like to start off with it is that let's look at what we are actually made up of. We're made up of, you know, a subset of atoms really and we're all atomic in nature. So we're really uh, a bunch of vibrating atoms that are creating certain frequencies that are resonant with, with um, where we are in you know, space and time. And also too, where all the resonance and the frequencies that permeate through our body are also relevant to uh, our perceptions. So, if our perceptions are in a lower frequency, we can say that we have lower minded perceptions, then the vibration of the vibratory uh, components of the atomic atom, the, the atomic, uh, it's just, I'm trying not to connect, the, the atomic um, cells, you know, are going to be resonating at certain frequencies, right? So um, does that make sense to you, Benji? Oh, I love it. I'm just like, of course Kelly's going to go straight here. Like, don't even try and flesh it out in the detail level because that will put me out of a job. So I'll just go abstract as fuck. All right. So for the people that... But it's not abstract. It's not really abstract. It's physics and it's quantum physics, right? Okay. And it's also okay. science. So we can okay. go and look into the science and the physics components of what we're actually made up of is, you know, from ourselves, from a cellular level, uh, and then we go deep within the cell. There's a beautiful, beautiful uh, YouTube thing, you know, like that the, the inner life of a living cell. Mm. I encourage everybody to go and watch that. It's about eight minutes. 
and you start to see what's actually inside a cell and what's actually going on in there. Mm -hmm. And some form of well-being or wellness, right? So you know, to simplify it, if, if we have disease in our body, then we have disease in our mind. So I like to, to equate it to if you have dis-ease, like dis your mind is actually uh, in disharmony. So the frequency, if you think about it, if you listen to a really bad singing, somebody singing that was out of harmony, what does that sound like? Painful, right? Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. And it, it, you know, it just doesn't sound right. So that's what's happening within our perceptions is there it's resonating at a certain frequency and vibrating at a certain frequency. So the energy is uh, either blocked, it's not flowing, and like the energy becomes dense, it's not long. So if you're having logical uh, disharmony with your neuron, I call it ecosystem, your physiology, uh, there's a fair chance that you have disharmony in your perceptions. Got it. Okay, perfect. So, mm -hmm. I think where I want to take that. So, yeah, I guess rather than kind of actually, to be honest, making that simple, like you said, there are there are videos on it. Essentially, you know, we are made up, like you said, at the atomic level, or something, you know, these particles, atoms, and those like this at the microscopic level. So, it's people looking at their physical body and can't comprehend even what Kelly's saying because I'm trying to represent the masses is that the body's made up of tissue and muscle and organs, right? But if you keep zooming in all the way down to its, at its uh, foundational levels, yes, it's, you know, atoms and like Kelly just said. So if that's, <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it to be honest. I'm just not there. So what my point, my point that I'm probably, I'm probably wanting to uh, quote unquote throw rocks at is, um, and, and I'll use a real life example. So, um, you know, Louise Hayes touched on it. There's been a few other people touch on it. John Martini has touched on it. How do you have that level of certainty that, so for example, I, um, I experience quite often, uh, acid reflux. You know, I think it's, you know, you also call it GERD or, you know, indigestion, heartburn, whatever. And I'll, because the cause and effect is much closer I can go, oh, I've been eating this food the last few days, or I've just eaten this, I'm feel it an hour later. So my mind connects like, okay, that food caused me this, right? Now, is it to say that, yes, that plays a part? Or do you go, no, it's still the mind-body connection that has given you this, this good. Now, you sent me something, Kelly, the other day in a PDF explaining what uh, good represent or acid reflux represented, which came across as, um, I think it was, it was it narcissistic behavior and something along the lines of this, right? I'll see if I can find it. But so how do you, how do you have the confidence uh -huh. or certainty of going, yes, it's the mind that's causing that opposed to it's the food that's causing that, or is it simply that it's both? Well, 
Um, good question, Ben. Is you know I've been studying human behaviour for the last coming up eighteen years, and one of the one of the components that I studied was actually the mind body connection, and going deep into like the, all the elements of any disease that is actually known to man. There is also a psychological or a psychosomatic component that's actually attached to that. So in working with many people, I've been able to, uh, with the use of the questions that I learned from Dr. Martini and many others that I've actually researched as well too, is um, to be able to really get personal with the, with the person that I'm working with and ask particular questions which are related to uh, the physical essence of what's actually being expressed. Like you say you have a acid reflux in your perception it's actually putting uh what do you call it shit food into your mouth so that it creates the 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 environment which in which it's going to create acid but um, there's plenty of people that also can eat unhealthy food but not have that response happen yeah and you know i beg to ask the question why is that and um, on, on further research, you go and look at uh, those people that have the most equilibrated frequencies or equilibrated perceptions are able to actually consume anything without any, uh, you know, feedback that we could label as being negative, right? So it's because their ecosystem within their gut, their gut, uh, which is related to the brain, which the gut itself is also a brain, and it's also connected to the heart. The heart also has a brain within itself too, as well as a frequency and a vibration. The gastrointestinal system is um, all connected to the nervous system, right? So, and the nervous system is actually regulated by your mind. So those with a more balanced mind can really eat whatever they want and they won't have any form of reaction to eating these particular things. But if you look at the word acid, so therefore acidity is, you know, it's not pH neutral, it's acidic. So therefore your operating system or your physiology is actually in an acidic state. So therefore it's actually imbalanced. So when you start to put crap food into your mouth and it goes into already an imbalanced system, you have acid on acid then what has to happen? It has to be expelled or, or you know, expressed in some form. So the body is doing a beautiful thing by expressing it in terms of reflux, getting it the fuck out of my system, right? Because it's actually imbalanced within that. So it's like, well, we can't deal with that. It's like vomiting, you know, it's actually a purging system, which is bringing you back to a state of health. If you have the awareness to be able to understand what's actually occurring. But the majority of people, they don't have this awareness and they think, oh my God, you know, like I've got acid reflux. I'm going to go and um, get some Nexium and, you know, some Omeprazole and take a pill and to be able to solve that problem, which is really just, you know, uh, you know putting a Band-Aid effect on the, the initial source of, of what's occurring. So for I like to actually work with people in terms of their perceptions and what is actually the cause of the very effect or what is the core driver of disease within the human construct you know so you know and we, we talk about food as an epigenetical component that we're already putting into a system so it's upon something 
So it's like environmental that's going into a, a different environment. So it's creating this, this very thing, but it's, it's being activated because there is already a imbalanced state or an imbalanced state of mind that is contributing to the very thing that's occurring. In your case, acid reflux. So I ask you the questions, you know, um, we look at it as like a self-righteous system that, uh, you know, is polarizing you to a narcissistic state. And for those that are listening, thinking, oh, how can you do this to Bedgie? You know, like call him narcissistic and he's polarized with self-righteousness. These particular things are just trade expressions that each one of us actually has within us. And we, we express these traits in any given moment relationary to what's important to us and um, also to avoid the things that are not important to us. It's just having the awareness of when we polarise uh, our belief systems, right? And whether there is an underlying component that's actually driving that, that narcissism or that self-righteousness. And that's where I would go first, right? So I would look at what's the core driver of the person actually expressing narcissism or extreme narcissism or um, self-righteousness and yeah. look at what's, what's actually driving that. And then also too, it is a component in that because your, your, um, your internal ecosystem is what we call outside the ratio of, outside the ratio of balance. So then we have to look at shifting and changing uh, the dietary components as well to bring it back into a ratio so that we can bring homeostasis to your gut and then homeostasis to your mind so that we can, we can uh, bring everything back into a state of balance. And then we can actually teach the, teach you and teach the people that are listening to this, like how to create uh, a balanced life. So you can eat whatever you want, when you want, how you want, yeah 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 and, and that's the thing and even with the whole you know I, I hear or some people might hear you know change your dietary requirements and they might be like no i like eating what i'm eating but again it's only when it becomes a big enough of a void it becomes painful enough that you're like man i'm sick of feeling this discomfort or this dis-ease in my body that i now want to change my my eating kind of habits but as a kind of um not necessarily shift gears but i think it was in our which we haven't probably won't release until next year um, our level two, which is called Limitless uh, Mastermind uh, Virtual Seminars. And yeah. in the physiology of that, we were going to go a little bit deeper into the psychosomatic and all of these causes and effects, right? But I wanted to at least share with you guys listening, because uh, like I said, Kelly had sent this PDF to me. So uh, the psychosomatic factors of this acid reflux, and I'll read it out to you. So frustration and unrealistic expectation on, accomplish, on accomplishments in a designated time, stuck in pride and living with your fantasy. You feel like you have lost your vitality and inspiration due to overwhelming challenge to your highest value. And when I read that, and I read it to my friend, he, he laughed because he's like, yeah, that, like that was written for you. But it's very accurate. You know, like I said in another, another podcast, this last 10 years of my life, I have been feeling like I have been trying to claw through to a, a certain fantasy or read a business or reach a, a wealth level that I had this desire of. Um, but like in the last episode, I said that I was, my business was much more mechanistic 
rather than vitalist, vitalistic, right? So I was, I was missing mm-hmm. the more, the, the service orientation, the inspiration, the humbleness of service. It was more the want, want, want this side. So that statement that I just read was massively accurate and it's neither non, wrong nor right, but that has, that has been my journey and that's where I'm up to at the moment. So that's why I brought a little bit more balance to this business that we've been building out more coming from a place of humble inspiration and service. So I just wanted to kind of give, give you guys that context. Well, I think, you know, you're, you're on the journey of, 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 physiological change uh, coming back to a state of homeostasis or balance, having the humility to come back and to, to bring that public because this is the number one thing that also creates a lot of disease within people is that they, they actually push these things uh, and repress them. But the number one thing to healing is to actually be authentic to everything that you, you are as a human being bring your privates public instead of actually pushing them under the carpet and trying to hide them, which creates deep components of shame and guilt and then adds resentment to it as well, right? So those are the emotions that create imbalances within our ecosystem and that actually then stores different frequencies within our cellular system, which create disease. So that's how it actually works. So... Ben, thank you for actually bringing that and sharing that with uh, the listeners because a lot of people go, oh, man, I wouldn't be saying that, that particular thing. But that is the first step of being able to actually own what is actually taking place within your own perceptions and your own life. And from that point, you can start to heal. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no problem at all. And again, it's like... I guess I'm, it's much easier for me to share these days because I have this track playing in my head, which is simply a, a voice or a sentence that goes, who am I to judge? You know, who am I so self-righteous mm-hmm. to be God-like that, you know, everyone's got their shit. And just because you might look at someone that looks like they're perfect, well, you'll just get to see their other side, but it will show. And this is when you, like I said, we mentioned a few episodes ago, you look at these, uh, these celebrities that look like demigods that look like you know, these deities, so to speak, that we look up to, but then you have the fall, mm-hmm. you know, you have the fall of Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. with his scandal, the fall of Tiger Woods, you know, the fall of all these people. So, you know, everyone's two-sided. You just got to find the other side. Totally. Everyone, everybody's two-sided. And, um, you know, everybody has a hero and villain within them. Everybody, you know, we cannot avoid those two components. The laws of correspondence and laws of polarity actually you know, dictate that within all of us but we're we're being conditioned by like social etiquette or social belief systems or religious belief belief uh, constructs which then we actually derive our decisions and our actions from those injected beliefs on how we think we should be acting or reacting so i could say when you're shooting all over yourself you hear yourself like shooting then that's a feedback to let you know that you're actually not living authentic to who you are. Oh, I should do this. I should do that. You know, I should stop fucking swearing because, uh, you know, that's, that's unladylike. And, but I'm pretty damn sure every person on this planet says fuck, you know, like show me a person that doesn't. Yeah. And, um, you know, pushing those things under the cover and not being expressive to who you are 
is the very source of of your own suffering really yeah because yeah. you're attached to things that you you believe that you need to be to be able to fit in because there's a deep seat of fear within each of one of us is that we're going to get kicked to the curb or kicked out of the herd that we're going to die now is that true in today's real life you know uh existence no not really you know pretty much i'd rather stand out than actually fit in uh and be authentic so that that i actually love myself wholly as who i am instead of trying to be something that i'm not 100 percent, beautifully said so <laughs> as we kind of i'm going to kind of expand on that but as we go pause the recording for a second, because I'm going to go to the toilet. Now I need to cut this out. <laughs> so as, as I was saying to you, uh, I think it was yesterday, Kelly, you know, you, there's probably you and one other, a friend of mine, who you also know, Mike, who, um, you know, the relationship or the friendship, whatever, whatever you want to call it, feels the easiest and, uh, and to maintain and, 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 and to be in because I can be my most authentic self. Right. And not, not only because of me, but because of how, you know, you two also show up, you know. So a lot of what Kelly and I are actually doing in this, this level one, this inception uh, masterclass series over the eight weeks. Now, as, as esoteric or fluffy, it may sound to some people or inspiring to others. It really is. The goal is to not raise the first level of consciousness. I call it upgrading and accessing the first 30 percent of your brain. But it is getting in and trying to get to the state of real authenticity, because if our mission and our real goal is to raise the consciousness and awareness of an individual to then expand out into the collective, if you really want to master and create the life that you would love that you never thought was possible, it's impossible to do if you cannot be your authentic self, because your goals won't be your own. You won't be showing up as yourself. You'll be showing up as too altruistic or too narcissistic. Therefore, you'll be getting feedback from the universe. And you'll be, you know, you'll be slapped from, you know, the universe, so to speak, to bring you feedback if you don't listen to it. So we must have this level of authenticity. Now, I, I mentioned this to a friend yesterday. He's an Aussie guy, Scott, if he's listening. And, you know, he laughs because he, he also understands and knows some levels of the, the Buddhist constructs. And he's like, just, just go there. Just, just be authentic. Just be that person. And although, yes, it could be as easy as saying that, there's so many layers of an onion to the mind and so many hooks in there that we must go through and integrate things and learn and have the experience. And we can't just click our fingers and become like that. So I just wanted to kind of share that, that that really is the state of accessing this, this self-mastery of authenticity to really create the life that you will love. So I just wanted to kind of wanted to kind of drop that in there. Now, as we kind of shift back, I'm as as anyone's that kind of following this journey. Kelly loves abstract. I love detail. So perfect. Can we kind of just jump into the pathway a little bit of perception to manifestation in the body? So when we perceive something and it's like a strong judgment on self or others or fantasy, infatuation, depression, whatever we want to call it. What, do we have a chronological order on the series of, okay, the thought comes in that triggers the nervous system? Like what, what, how does that, what's the knock-on effect all the way down to the cellular level that it then manifests? 
Yeah, there, there definitely is. And that's something that, you know, requires, again, building out is understanding the, the components of everything that's actually involved as the whole that it is, is creating new, what, what you're actually getting within your physiology, right? So, you know, we, we will look at the sensory um, and the, the, the stimulus and, and the motor response system, like within your physical body. And then I will teach you about the metaphysical mind, you know, like metaphysical means above and beyond the, the physical component. So, you know, we have a mind in, within our brain. Our brain is actually separate from our mind. And then we have a universal mind as well which is all permeating around us, which is, um, you know, frequency-based and energy-based, right? So it, it sounds a little abstract, but really it's actually I can show you the science, I can show you the physics, I can show you the quantum physics of, of this. So as Benji likes to say, I'm abstract as fuck, but I can also be grounded in science and in physics to be able to link these two things together. So we will go deep into, you know, your consciousness and, and how your consciousness, which is your perceptions, is linked to your sensory perceptions. And then the memories that are actually stored within your physiology too as well, which are still stored within in space and time in your mind, and then how they're linked to your, like, say, your belief systems and where you actually derive your decisions from based on your values and for some people, morals and ethics, right? And then we will look at, you know, like your imaginations, where your mind actually goes to in the future and what your intentions are, like what are you going to do and your emotions and your behaviour that are actually associated with all of those things that I just mentioned. So, you know, there's quite an in-depth component of being able to, you know, like really to work this, to bring this out. Like yeah, it's not yeah. something that I can just say quickly on, on a podcast right now. Of course you, know. you can. Oh, come on. <laughs> but I mean, I of mean course, in the Benji, Benji wants me to actually fill in his two questions for the day in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in, in this thing, right? And then, I, you know, I want to, we want to look at, you know, what is, the master controller of our physiology is our nervous system, right? And uh, all, the all the components of our nervous system, you know, we have the central nervous system, we have the peripheral nervous system, the autonomic nervous system, you know, like the receptors that are on the nerves. And then we have neurotransmitters that actually have receptors as well that actually feed our reflexes and then we have even beyond that like primitive reflexes that we don't have a lot of governance over that are just acting uh without us even knowing right and and then we have you know muscle regulation receptors and stretch receptors and and how your posture actually can give you feedback to the life inside of you and all the perceptions that you're actually storing within your body that is actually creating your posture to be able to come into a certain shape and form, right? Yeah. So your perceptions are creating the very form that is happening with your body. And it's also the, the you know, the, I'm just going to say, it's almost like the computer, the, the, the computer to the master control of your nervous system. Mm, mm. And, and that's where, and it's like, this is great because, you know, Kelly's still evolving and, and I, I, was, I had, had a joke with her yesterday 
can't remember what it what it was. Uh, you know, a friend had a friend had, had mentioned, oh, you know, you've you've got your business partner, this friend Kelly, on a pedestal because you always Kelly this, Kelly that, because obviously learning is one of our high values, and I perceive that Kelly's very knowledgeable in certain areas that I'm growing in, which is funny though because it brought it to my awareness. And I, uh, I said this to, I said this to Kelly and she goes, I'm still human. I said, that's right. I know you're just as fucked up as the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but it's the funny, the, the cool thing is, is Kelly is, is explaining this and, and the listeners can kind of, it's cool because I'm still on my own journey. Sure. I have a level of conscious awareness, probably level one heading into level two, maybe middle of level two, but the level three, which will probably be releasing middle to end of next year is called the Lucy metamind experience now for anyone that hasn't watched it now you've obviously seen get now that all of our courses are based around these movies that around expanding the mind and lucy is kind of the the pinnacle in our mind the last you know 10 percent of the brain so to speak as we like to call it but when you can get to a state of of being like kelly said this computer-like state over the physiology and really feel into your body this is getting to that state almost of Lucy where your, your experiencing and, and accessing different levels that you just, it is almost like science fiction. Now I know what I'm saying is highly abstract and, and esoteric, but it's knowing that that is accessible and that is there. Some people do it through years and years and heavy forms of uh, meditation. Mind Valley is very heavy around this. But again, Kelly and I come from both the mental constructs and the spiritual, right? So we like to kind of put these two together to give these people the experience. Because through meditation, it's, it's, it's hard to bring the proofs to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know how we watched that movie, The Man Who Saw Affinity? For me anyway, Inception's a, a, a spiritual experience. Whereas I'm like, give me the detail and the science on how to access something. But it's quite often having them both together you know, to have that experience. Yeah, of course, Benji, you're like, your mind as a human is just looking for the finiteness to create certainty because you just want to avoid the uncertainty or the not knowing. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah, you want meaning, you want to attach meaning to, to it, you know, to, to, to give yourself that finiteness as a human, which is absolutely fine. You know, that's what creates, you know, I love that component within myself too, because that's what's given me the ability to be a researcher to the constant seeking of knowledge. And, and, you know, I love to call it gnosis by direct experience. Then I integrate the knowledge that I've actually learned like read or, or sourced. Then I go and turn it into direct experience to create true knowledge or, or uh, gnosis as such. So, um, and I guess, you know, if you look at what, what you just said, like it's one part of being able to actually understand what is actually going on within your physiology. And then you have the ability to be able to become your own healer in your life, in your physiology that you um, may not ever have to see a doctor again if you can get to this point. So we could say that that is a, uh, a Lucy metamind experience. That is one part in terms of the physiology, but in the metamind, in, in the, the Lucy experience, we also teach you how to actually like go into different aspects of the, the quantum field to be able to see beyond what you can actually see in the, physio, in the physicality of what your, uh, you know, your optic senses can provide you. 
yeah yeah which which is a huge okay. part like when you, especially when you see like um and and i think that's seeing without seeing if this is, is what i mean is like you know if you look at a light spectrum and what the the human eye the optics can actually see is so small and, and and there is another world in this when we jump into quantum physics out there that we can actually tap into and use but because we aren't aware to it either consciously or through our awareness mm-hmm. through our senses we, we only work with what we've got right so this is the that next level but um so aspects of meditation can actually take you there with training and mm-hmm. being able to you know access the quantum field and you know that's something that i practice regularly and there's many different things that we that we will bring in in terms of the the lucy metamind experience which will incorporate retreats right and so there you'll have direct experiences but for you to be able to step into guided by expert facilitators that have years of experience in in presenting or taking or facilitating people through these particular things you know but that's later on down the track when when you when we get to that point yeah and i had someone i had someone say to me the other day you know why don't you guys just put this all over four weekends but you know teach it all together and uh back in the day i would have either agreed and, and said that would be much more efficient however as I've gone on my, on my journey of consciousness and awareness and, and knowledge and gnosis and all these things, it really is simply, you know, you see in these movies, like I think it's with the peaceful warrior, you see it in the, the karate kid. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And it's, it's extremely important that you don't try and jump a few chapters ahead because the language being used, so linguistics, and then what's being taught, if it's out of your realm of, perception out of your realm of belief and out of your you know you're going to label it good or bad you, you just won't comprehend it right so that's why we had this 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 wisdom i guess you could say is to break it down into level one two and three because the language being used is going to go up in abstraction and the wisdom and knowledge is going to go up in abstraction right so there that certainly has been kind of thought out i just wanted to kind of i want to put that there um but as we kind of wrap up on physiology, obviously some people listening to this, if they have a high value on like beauty, health, exercise, this is going to be an area that they're like, oh, this is awesome. You know, I want to really, because I want mastery over their body. For someone that isn't so much like that myself, is more polarized towards the value of business, wealth creation, these kind of things. Just remember that if we can be the healer of our own body, and if we can have governance over our physiology, it means that we're waking up with more energy. We're maximizing our business day, our learning day, right? Our, our service day, so we can do more and be more fulfilled. Whereas if we're feeling shit well, and we're... I mean, Ben, anybody that's in a business, a business is an entity and, and you're a mechanistic part of that en- entity to operate uh-huh. the business. So mm-hmm. if there's an imbalance in that component or that part, then there's going to be um disharmony within within a business so people people or humans are part of the resources to actually like co-create a business as an as an entity mm-hmm. so wouldn't it be wise for for people to understand look at it from that perspective that if if there's disharmony within uh the physical system of the human body that there's also going to be reflective components showing up within a business system as well. 
Yeah, as we show up as operators or the conductor mm -hmm. or whatever you want to kind of call it for sure. 100%. Perfect. Okay, well, we'll leave it there. I hope you guys enjoyed it again, like usual. If you have any questions so we can customize some content more towards your questions, by all means, write your questions in the chats below, wherever you're watching this on socials. Otherwise, we'll see you next time on the Human Source Codex. Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody, this is Kelly. Really quickly, I just wanted to invite you to join our web class at inceptionmasterclass.com. Ben and I have found through our own journeys of self-mastery the intrinsic hunger that we all have deep inside of us to be more, to do more, have more and give more. We believe everybody is one paradigm away from something. Some of you guys are one paradigm away from discovering exactly what your purpose here on earth is. Some of you are one paradigm away from that deeply fulfilling intimate relationship. Some of you are one paradigm away from that level of health and physique that you desire. Some of you are one paradigm away from giving your bank account a massive boost. So we put together this in-depth web class together as an insight into our signature program, the Inception Masterclass series. That has been responsible for dozens of individuals in raising their levels of success in all seven areas of life. This web class is going to help you understand the philosophy, strategy, the implementation tactics and the full truth, that's it, the full truth, behind what is needed for you to obtain ever greater levels of achievement and intelligence. So what I recommend you do right now, stop everything, pause this audio, go online and go to inceptionmasterclass.com. That's inceptionmasterclass.com and join the next live web class with Ben and I. There's a web class starting in the next few days, so go and sign up right now, inceptionmasterclass.com.